Welcome to Serviced Accommodation Secrets with me, Sally Kemba. This is the podcast where you get the on the ground experience that we're living and breathing with our serviced accommodation units. So you get to share our hacks and tips, our mistakes, so you can learn from those and thrive on our success. Hi there, guys, it's Sally here with the Facebook Live and podcast service accommodation secrets for you. I hope you're all really well today. So I've had some interesting experiences and revelations recently and obviously we're still in very challenging times in the COVID-19 pandemic and lockdown in the UK and obviously many other places. Um, Slightly easing lockdown um, in the UK well, at least we have been for over a week and um, some more changes coming and more people working. So for the SA sector, um, certainly there should be more opportunities to start hosting more guests, but hospitality not due to open up fully till July. So for lots of people, this is a very challenging time. Now, if like us, you've managed to stay open, Uh, you'll have been attracting the guests we're allowed to have. So key workers and stranded people and lots of people who, you know, couldn't get home or needed to be repatriated or different things that have happened with changes in employment. So some people redeployed to areas and, you know, obviously there's the emergency services and of course the NHS. So lots of people still need temporary serviced accommodation, hotels being shut and everything. But I have various communities that I'm in, sort of wider communities. Then I've got a WhatsApp group and mentees and mastermind colleagues as well. So I hear lots of um, news about how people are getting on and helping people and updates. And some things that have happened this week and also some things that I'm doing for my own health and mindset, that kind of thing, have really got me thinking about some specific things that I can help you with, specific aspects of your business, but to do with how you're planning, how you're moving towards your goals, but also how your mindset is affected and in a really specific slightly subtle way that I hadn't really appreciated till actually this morning. So first thing is, if you are open for guests but you're not getting bookings, don't give up. I can give you a specific example of somebody who's been trying and trying and trying to get certain particular guests and now is doing really well, so I'll go into that. Next thing is that if you just keep taking the right actions then things will work eventually. You might feel like giving up, but if you're taking the right actions, which you can check, it will work for you. Hi there guys who who are watching, good to see you. And the next thing is that your goals need to be specific and you need to think about how that will affect your consistency of taking action because if you consistently um, perform uh, on a daily basis all the tasks all the actions and that goes into a week 
and that goes into a longer time, you will get there. And then the final thing will be about self-belief and not just self-belief, but actually what happens if you don't have the self-belief. So this has just blown my mind a little bit recently, even though um, a mentor of mine, Dylan Denicha, talks about this kind of thing quite a lot, how you need an imperative, um, but um, and you also self-belief helps you. But it's really fascinating things that have slotted into place. And the final bonus thing really is, is how to keep yourself motivated and active and going. So the first thing is, if you've had a challenging time in SA, you've been open, you've been trying to accommodate guests, but you've had little or no bookings, just keep contacting people, even if it means phoning people yourself, like cold calling, getting other people to help you with that, um, messaging, um, getting out there, doing some uh, Facebook ads, Google ads, if you can delegate that, if you don't know how to do it. Just get visible. And if you have a business um, opportunity in mind or, you know, if you know there's something going on locally to you and it seems like accommodations needed, but you just haven't managed to nail it. First of all, keep going with the approaches. Second thing is keep following up and keep not pestering, but politely reminding people that you're there. Um, because I've always had this thing where I don't like to keep phoning people because I feel that they'll feel pestered. But actually, if somebody has a business in an area where they need temporary staff working, they are going to need accommodation. And even if they don't commit initially, if they say, well, we might do, but I'm not sure. Um, even if they say no, not at the moment, but we'll have to see what happens, then do just say, I'm still here, we are open, because you may not realise that because of the situation, um, and just keep letting them know. Obviously, if they say, we're definitely not going to be needing that because we're not doing it now, or everybody's definitely in a hotel, you could just say, well, you know, apartments and houses for SA are much better during COVID-19 than hotels, but, you know, I understand. So, you know, make sure you communicate your really helpful points about your properties because essay whether it's apartments or houses is so much better for people being separate or socially distanced even at this time just to make sure the risk is mitigated and, and will de-risk um, if you have a single occupancy in a property because you want to make sure we don't have a big second wave of this and if people can keep working, that will really help them, especially if they've got sole occupancy of a, a one-bed place, for example. When they go home, they haven't been sharing facilities with other people. If you've got properties where you've got people sharing facilities, then that's fine. You just, you know, make sure you do mitigate that risk because it's up to them. But really, it's better if people are, are separate. Maybe if they're working together and then live together as well, obviously that's no problem at all. Hi, AJ. Good to see you. So the example I'm going to give you specifically is that um, Cara, I'll give you a shout out in our WhatsApp group and in the SA community, is in more of a leisure area up in Whitby and knew that she could tap into a market and help people who have some um industrial work going on nearby mining actually I think it is and so she's been trying and really working hard to get this contact 
um, and getting these bookings. And now she has got awesome bookings. Um, some are six months. She's managing two more properties to accommodate it. So that is like a yes moment. You know, she's kept going. She's been positive. Um, she's, um, posted now and then and we've been supportive and suggested help and uh, so on and so it's a really really brilliant so well done to you Cara for being so persistent because it would be so easy to just say this is just not working but you just have to be decisive and just have that plan of who to contact and keep going contact them contact them and you know now she's actually really able to help them with something they obviously need so that is brilliant so keep going and I know lots of other people who've got quite a lot of units managing to fill them keep scanning out there for any requests for bookings you know I've had different um, messenger calls and messages and on Facebook there are various groups um, so Theo Bailey set up another group with past the booking for example and um, so any requests for stays i think john woodman posts quite a lot in service accommodation network uk facebook group so just keep your eyes and ears out look in the whatsapp groups so that you can see who you can help and if you need to get people to assist you with that as well scanning and the next thing is that what happens if you keep doing incrementally the right actions every day you get a compounding effect of that. So if you sort of skip a day of something and, and don't quite do it, then, you know, you're missing that consistency. And you never know who's going to pick up the phone, see a post, see an ad from you, um, look on bookie.com and, and see you're not open now, but where to contact you, um, see that you tweet your bookings, you'll see your, you see your listing sorry because you've tweaked your bookings all of these little things you can do on outsource so aj's rva hello um aj does a great job of helping us in our business so what you can do is just keep adding to these uh, actions and they will produce fruit so we've actually been so lucky we've been really well booked in our properties had a guest just check out who's been with us for two weeks and he was self-isolating because he's worried um because he was having to go to a and e for something um not covid19 but he didn't want to contract it there so he's being uber cautious which was brilliant and we were able to help him with that so it's a classic example of self-isolation and he's working so the thing is that there's lots of people you can help and if you make a plan of who you can contact so the different ways you can do it so whether it's email cold calling warm leads you know people who've seen you on um, community facebook posts you can put out there all of your social media content marketing telling people who you've looked after keep doing all of these things on a regular basis and they compound to massive action and it's a bit like, you know, financially, if you keep saving small amounts, small amounts every day, every day, every day, they accumulate into a large amount. Hi there, Lloyd. Good to see you. Hope you're well. And so that means that you have these small actions becoming this tidal wave of activity and a real force and you become more and more visible 
different people in the community who you speak to on the phone will get to know you or your property managers if you're a larger company. So make sure you delegate tasks if you've got a bigger business and keep those things going. And you may, may have an initial task of getting your properties filled. Um, you might have another task of getting more properties because of all the leads you get. Um, you may have um, another sorry, goal, and another goal of expanding your business. You may just be starting with um, cost rates for different types of workers and then incrementally moving back towards your normal rates and different strategies for, you know, higher occupancy within a property once everyone can all stay together um, so additional guests are charged separately on top so you increase your revenue that way. So all these different things that you can do to have specific goals within your business if you work towards them and you keep putting in the action then you will get there sure as anything now uh, one thing that i found really helps me personally is exercise in the form of yoga specifically and recently because i used to do a boot camp and then sort of self self-administered type um exercise of various kinds so um cardio you know so because our boot camp stopped and then i never restarted so recently um jason living in the service accommodation uk uh, network uk facebook page said anyone want to do couch 5k so i thought actually i really don't like running at all um, but I've probably just not done it right, if that makes sense. And so I thought that would be good. And I said to my husband, I'm going to do Couch to 5K. And he said, I will join you. So we did. We did uh, nine weeks of Couch to 5K and actually have started running 5K now. But something that I realized today, just today, is that with Couch to 5K, it's all timed runs. So you start off with, I think, 60 seconds. And then the last runs of week nine are 30 minutes and actually because we're not that fast and when we're focusing on just completing it rather than being quick um, and then now that we can do that amount of time we're looking at the distance we're doing so we've shifted it slightly so we're looking at doing the 5k and you know how quickly we can do it so it turns out actually we run really quite slowly but we have consistently completed the program we've run actually every other day rather than three times a week three times a week you have a two-day gap and you lose the momentum and so today i realized that because we're now running a specific distance and i know the actual physical place where halfway is because at the moment we're not doing a circuit we're actually just coming back the same route and we're in the countryside so we're very lucky we've got green fields to run in um when i was running towards it and pete as well my husband it's much easier to focus on that goal and then get there and then come back you know because the end goal is is the completion of the 5k but that halfway mark it used to stress me out because it was time dependent it wasn't a place and so it was much more of a variable goal and just having the certainty of knowing where the halfway mark of two and a half k is made it much easier to achieve so that's one thing it's a really specific goal so that really helped and the other thing is 
if I'm honest, I never thought I'd be able to run 5k. I have done a bit of running. I used to do a bit of running before and after um, boot camp, and sometimes we'd just do a run. But you know, it's a bit of a struggle. And I know I've got quite a lot of strengths in my muscles because I do yoga and I'm quite flexible too. But the cardio aspect of running is what I'm really after and the whole, you know, your metabolism and staying fit as you get older and making sure, you know, the body's just working well. Um, but it's also really good for your mindset because you're out in the air in the countryside. And if you're in a city, you're just out and making your body work well. And you'll see lots of inspiring things wherever you are. But the thing is that I didn't actually necessarily believe that I could run 5K. I didn't actually necessarily believe that I could complete the couch to 5K. I really wasn't sure. I was like, okay, give it a go. And when I approach things in business and other areas of my life that I want to do, I don't have that. I have really strong self-belief. I'm really committed and I'm certain I can do it. Uh, So this was like oh wow, I actually did it and was almost shocked. But the key thing is that if you follow the process and just keep doing those regular actions, so running every other day as prescribed in the program, now we're running the distance and our current focus is getting faster at that distance. Hi there, Sam. Hi there, Charles. Good to see you guys. So the focus has shifted to improving at the time on the distance but we know specifically what it is it's just like wow we've got this process we're doing it so the the lesson here which i kind of knew but only had the real light bulb moment today while running that if you just follow the process you will get there anyway which is what i'm saying about business but it's kind of obvious isn't it if you do the things the result will come and that's absolute so I think that's really fascinating and you learn a lot of other things along the way so there are bonuses there too hiya good to see you sam are you having a good day and so if you have a specific goal i've discovered that your um your desire to do it so yes we are committed to getting out there and doing it um because we want to be fit, we want to stay healthy. So the desire to do it is there. But unless you make yourself go and do it, then it's not going to work. And so the drive becomes stronger, I think, because you're repeating it and you have like a muscle memory. And obviously a habit has formed, so it's much easier to keep doing it. And yes, it's easier for me because I'm doing it with P. Yoga, I could happily do by myself, but I do do it with my daughter and remotely online with my other... Um, my eldest and partner and our yoga community yoga teachers amazing but it really helps with running because i don't actually like it but i love the fact i'm doing it and i love the result i'm getting and so that's really awesome so it's funny how you can enjoy the second part rather than you know doing it's hard it is and it's a mental a mental fight as well as physical and final sort of add-ons really are that um i've got a mastermind group loads of brilliant people in it real mix range of experiences massive um so raj has got a portfolio and manages various properties and um one of my newer mentees i literally just 
looking to get initial and the whole range of experience in between and lots of people holding themselves back from doing things like lives because they're not confident and now I'm so excited because I keep seeing a rash of their lives everywhere and can't even keep up with their posts it's so exciting so if you just do the things that you're you know advised to do by a mentee or, or you've learned is the right thing to do so do align the things that you're doing to make sure they're the right things that will get you to the right place um you know get training and learn from people if you don't know how to do it and then if you know what to do and you're just stopping yourself just do it and keep doing it and the more you do it the easier it becomes and then you can challenge yourself with something a bit more but share what you learn with other people along the way because you tip some out and then you can get more back in but also you're helping people which is pretty awesome so I think we just uh, keep following our processes and we'll get there and that's a really strong lesson so as Dylan says um imperative trumps belief so the imperative to do it is like you know if if something was going to happen to your family if you didn't complete a task you know if they were under threat then you would really seriously do it but you can't always run on imperative so he was just saying this the other day so thank you dylan for these words um because you have to have the constant motivation to want to do it and so that drive is really helped by the consistent action and the habits that you build so I guess the key thing is to work out what you want to do in the first place but from your essay business point of view just keep out there keep contacting people and have that plan in place for how you want your business to be moving forward so post lockdown six months time 10 years time and everything in between and we will all get there guys and exercise and the beautiful weather we've got certainly in the UK really helps with the mindset too so thanks guys for watching and I look forward to seeing you next time thanks for listening as well and if you've got any questions or comments please go to the service accommodation secrets Facebook group or page and I, all the other members there would be happy to help you. Okay, see you soon. Sharing the secrets of success.